All right, everybody, welcome to the Fans and Sports Talk Podcast, hosted by Mike and Essex. We want to give listeners a fresh take on all things sports. We are professionals. We are fans just like you. Um, make sure that you're subscribing to our show. Uh, that's where you're going to get the hottest takes, the latest uh, information, and where we always do our daily show um, every week. So make sure that you're checking us out there and all of our other social media platforms. Uh, we, we have a lot of content, a lot of things that we throw your way and discuss. And also, if you haven't been checking out our um, our picks, we're doing great. If you're making money off our picks, congratulations, man. Continue to make that Skrilla, man. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and get into it because the College Football Playoff Committee, you know, um, we talked about the first one and how that was going to go and everything. And it's weird. You know, they talk about they're watching film and all of this. That's what they're going off of, the eye test, things like that. But their rankings don't seem to match that at all. I mean, you know, the top seven stayed the same. Alabama one, Notre Dame at two, Clemson at three, Ohio State at four, Texas at five, Florida at six, and then uh, Cincinnati at seven. But here's where it gets tricky. They move Georgia up one spot, keep them in the top ten. Um, I don't understand. The only reason that I have for that is possibly they're just trying to make it to where Florida can get into the playoffs as well. Um Iowa State moves up four spots. Miami stays the same at 10. Uh, Oklahoma at 11. Indiana at 12. BYU at 13. Moved up one spot from 14. Northwestern went down six spots. Oklahoma went. Oklahoma State went up eight spots. I thought that was kind of crazy. Wisconsin stays the same at 16. Uh, North Carolina is up two spots at 17. Uh, Coastal Carolina is up two spots at 18. 19 is Iowa. They move up five spots. Uh, then you got USC um, is now down two spots. Not after losing the game. I don't understand how you go down two spots if you didn't lose. Uh, Marshall at 21. Uh, Washington up is up and they were not ranked before that at 23 you got Oregon who just took a loss to their rival Oregon State they're down eight Tulsa is up one at 24 and then Louisiana Lafayette is up from being not ranked now I mean USC they you know they might be struggling against the teams that they play understandably right that's fine with me uh, they, they continue to win. As we saw, all of these teams that you're ranking in the top three have all struggled in the beginning of the year, you know? Um, all the teams that were preseason favorites all struggled in the beginning of the year. It's only three games that we're seeing right now. So you drop them. Uh, I think the, the my biggest problem is the big drops and the big jumps which just goes to show me that the committee has not been watching film because the teams that took these big drops, uh, like Northwestern, yes, they lost, but they're down six. 
uh, Oklahoma State. They're up eight. I mean, that's that's pretty big. That's a pretty big jump to me. Uh, Iowa moving up five spots. That's a pretty big jump for me as well. Talk to me about that. I mean, I like you, I don't understand what they're really seeing out there because, I mean, though our rankings probably won't be too different from there. Well, they'll be different, but probably not too much different from theirs. I still don't understand some of the things they did. The USC thing, I can kind of understand because, yes, they're 3-0, and but I'm pretty sure everybody that they've beaten hasn't won a game yet. So I can understand dropping them because it's other teams out here looking – I, even though they aren't starting off strong, they're looking a little bit better than USC right now. But who knows if USC continues to do their thing and remains undefeated, go win the Pac-12, they could easily be in the top 10. With this committee, I don't know. The big jumps, though, and the big falls, I I, I really don't, don't get it. The Iowa thing, don't get it. Like you said, uh, the Northwestern, it was just a really bad look for them because they ha- they they still are in the driver's seat, but they had no room for error being in the driver's seat, and then they lost. So then I can see why they dropped down six points. Yeah, all the all these other ones, I'm not too sure about the ULL. I feel like ULL is not getting enough love though. But- yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that uh, statement. You know, they only took one loss and. I mean, they're definitely a top 25 team. I want to say the AP poll even had them in the top 25 at a point, which is uh, kind of crazy. You know, a lot of people are wondering, hey, why, you know, BYU only go up one spot, being undefeated, 9-0, Zach Wilson, you know, a top NFL prospect. How are they not in the top 10? And, you know, I mean, to be honest, I would like BYU in the top 10 over at Georgia. You know, I mean, to be honest, but the committee, uh, they they have respect for BYU is what the uh, committee commissioner said, but it's their strength of schedule that is uh, not strong enough. But, like, when people were arguing BYU should be ahead of Cincinnati before all of these rankings was coming out and everybody was talking nothing about BYU and BYU and BYU, and I'm, I'm like, Cincinnati is a better team because look at their strength of record. Look at their strength of schedule. That's why Cincinnati is up there in the top 10, sitting at seven. Um, and to be honest, after the performance that we saw from Texas A&M, you know, if you're talking about you're watching film, you know, and then you watched film to, and you felt Georgia with JT Daniels needed to go up one spot, but you didn't feel like Texas A&M, needed to drop a spot after their 27, uh, 20 to 7 performance against LSU. That didn't seem like a top five team to me. At all. And it really, it really shocked me because they were talking about, oh, well, we were thinking about putting AM over Ohio State. I was like, how? <laughs> I was like, how? That don't make sense. It's it's the committee is just really all over the place because if they would have did that, you would have rioted for one, and I would have rioted because it doesn't make sense. They are they are they a one loss team? Yes. Are they the best one loss team? No, I don't. So I don't. I don't get it. So here's here's their reasoning for that. They said that Ohio State has the high powered offense, basically saying that Texas A and M doesn't have the high powered offense. Is their reason for not? putting them at four 
uh, and dropping Ohio State out to five or six or something like that, which I just think is crazy, you know. And I, I was honestly, I was shocked that Ohio State did not drop out of the top four. Um, but what's what's going on is is you know Ohio State is dealing with stuff uh, that is completely out of their control, and I think it's kind of crazy to say, sit here and say like they could be punished for something that. Out of their hands, you know, and Reese Davis and Kirk Herbstreit were talking about it. You know, what happens if Michigan, who just recently today canceled their game against Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. What if they decide we're not playing our rivalry game against Ohio State? Boom, that kind of hurts Ohio State, right? Because now they don't have that game that now takes them out of the Big Ten championship because they don't have the six conference games that the Big Ten that came out with. But I'm also starting to think that it possibly really wouldn't hurt Ohio State. Think about this. So during that championship, uh, I mean, that championship weekend for the Big Ten, right, all of these other Big Ten teams are going to be playing games against equally matched opponents. Now, we're starting to see that Wisconsin could possibly creep up past Northwestern, which fell down to uh, six spots. They're at 14, right? They're at 14. Uh, Wisconsin is at 16. If Wisconsin jumps Northwestern and then they will have to play Ohio State, which is not the Big Ten championship, does that add to Ohio State's resume of a better win? I believe it should. And then they were talking about it, and I just want to – Take it back real quick. If you watched it, when Reese Davis was talking about it, I kind of feel like his his little spill about it was scripted. I felt like he really didn't care too much about it, but he knew it's being talked about. So he was like, well, we, we got to talk about it, and I got to put my two cents in. But I don't – we talked about this off, off camera, off the show, about yeah. how – who was it? I think it was Indiana, how they could potentially backdoor into the Big 12, Big 10, my bad, Big right. 10 championship game if this were to happen and how that would – the whole snowball effect would happen between you, y'all, and Michigan. Y'all already don't like each other. This would just add to it. And you were like, I think that they would do it just because of how this rivalry goes. But at the same time, if, if you're Michigan and you're Jim Harbaugh and your team is looking like absolute trash, why not go out there and try – Instead of instead of going and just giving up and not giving yourself a chance, why not go out there and play? And it'll be a long shot, but if you go out there and actually play and beat Ohio State, a lot of people have a whole lot more respect for Michigan than just being like, nah, we ain't going to play. Well, my thing is, is Michigan's a young team. You know, like they're a young team. And the only way to get better is game reps, right? So why wouldn't you play this game? But what we're talking about what Reese Davis said is, this is what he said. He said, if another team cancels just to not play another team, to actually hurt that other team's season or schedule, he said that that team has no character, no courage, don't stand for anything, and not teaching any lessons. And I'm telling you, if they go ahead and do this, this is exactly what the Michigan program is. This is exactly why they continue to lose to Ohio State. This is exactly why you have top uh, top guys like Donovan People jones not returning and just like, I'm just going to go uh, when I should be 
uh, a top three rounder pick or first rounder wide receiver, I'm just going to go take my chances, be a bottom rounder and go to the league. Or you got guys like Tariq Black. I'm done with the program. I'm out. I opt out. I'm not playing. Uh, don't believe in anything that Michigan stands for. And I mean, to be honest, it wouldn't even just be about Harbaugh having to leave. Um, it, it wouldn't just be about which coach you're bringing in. I mean, this could be the death penalty for Michigan, I feel like, if they go ahead and do this. Nobody would want to go to this program. Y'all done have Rich Rod, didn't go the way y'all wanted it. Then have Brady Hope, didn't go the way you wanted it. Had Jim Harbaugh, didn't go the way you wanted it, you know? I mean, where do you go from this? And, uh, you know, like the Texas A&M thing is common opponents, you know, and also, again, with Georgia, you got common opponents, Florida, Alabama, you know, uh, that these teams have taken a loss to, and it's like you see the common opponents. Why would you be trying to creep them up when we already know that they can't keep up with these high-powered offenses? You know, Ohio State has a high-powered offense. Uh, Florida has a high-powered offense. If you're sitting here saying that Texas A&M cannot keep up with the high-powered offense, why are they ranked ahead of Florida? If you're watching film. I, I believe it's pretty much just for the dramatics, honestly, because we all know. I don't – they are saying that A&M is a better team than us, and it came down to a field goal. A fumble, they fumbled, we got the ball, we fumbled, they went down and kicked a field goal in the game. We lost by three. I don't under, obviously, since we played Texas AM, we have become a better team. So I don't understand why AM, I get it, the head to head. I guess, I guess this is showing us how seriously and how strong the committee is going to take head to head games because anybody can clearly see that if AM in Florida was to play again, more than likely, it's not going to be the same outcome. Florida will come out and dominate. No, so yeah, defense is getting better, and the offense is just downright scary. So I, it, you know, like this is another thing we've talked about off camera and behind the scenes. It irks me. Like it irks me that they are just sitting there holding a And M at five and putting us at six. But at the same time, if we go out there and do what we need to do, I mean, everything's going to work itself out. We, if we go. We beat Tennessee this week, clinch the East, go to the SEC championship game, put up a good game, and potentially beat Alabama. We're getting in the top four, so I understand why I, we shouldn't really – I shouldn't really be too worried about it, but I do, I'm just taking it as disrespectful. Yeah, man. I mean, I I, I don't disagree with you on that at all. Um, you know, like I said, we know why Oregon dropped down. They're eight, but, I mean – if you're like this is a, this is why I say, and I'll say this: I think guys like Urban Meyer should be on the playoff committee. You know, uh, you got guys that are working for these TV stations that used to be players, coaches, things like that. Guys that actually know how to watch film. You know, it's one thing to sit here and say, uh, "I know how to watch film," or not. Not say I know how to watch film. That I do watch film, but do you know how to watch film? There's guys like I remember. Uh, when I was in high school, you know, we we watched film, but our coach didn't teach us how to watch film. Like, there were certain things that I didn't know to look for until I got older, you know? Like, I did not correctly know how to watch film until I got older. And now that I, 
I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm an expert at film, but I do have a better understanding. But, like, when you got coaches out here that work for, uh, you know, um, these media networks and stuff like that, like I said, Urban Meyer, you got Houston Nutt, um, works for CBS Sports. You know, those are guys that I think should be in the committee room because they have a great opinion, you know? I mean, think about the, the, the biggest draw to Fox to uh, Fox Sports' big noon kickoff is a simple fact of you have nothing but players and the most winningest coach in college football history breaking things down. It's not the, the clown show and everything, you know, the, the dramatic show that game day does at all. It's like, seriously, film breakdown, culture breakdown. Like, it's telling you exactly why things are going on in the program. and. That's the type of stuff that I like. That's the type of stuff that I'm looking for. Same, but this is another thing that I believe I asked you, but we didn't really like get too deep into it. But how how are you feeling about how are you feeling about the CFP overall? Like we've transitioned to it. We went from just being coaches and AP poll to the BCS and the computers, and now this playoff format. Do you think that this will continue to work, or do you think they'll try to figure out something else? to get it right because they've gotten it. I feel like they've gotten it right two years. I believe the first year they definitely got it right and the second year they got it right. And then after that, I just feel like it's been up in the air. Um, that is hard because I got so many things to say about this. And some people will probably call me a conspiracy theorist, but this is my thing is I feel like the college football playoff, uh, it brought politics in it when it brought Condoleezza Rice in it, you know? And then uh, also, I feel like the college football playoff committee works for ESPN, which I think is a problem because ESPN has a vested interest in the ACC and the SEC, you know? Um, if if nothing, if you got let's, – let's put it to you like this. And, and this is one thing that I'm kind of scared of, right? Uh, if Clemson – beat wins a close game to Notre Dame, right? A close game. Notre Dame could still possibly be in the playoffs. Their only loss being to top three team, right? Right. If Florida wins a close game to Alabama, you got to put Florida in into the college football playoffs, but are you going to drop Alabama? Not, no. not out so, the top four, no. Yeah, so now you got two ACC teams. You got two SEC teams, and guess what? Now your networks is filled. ACC is an SPN network. Not everybody's going to the ACC network because they're talking about two teams, right? Now everybody's going to the SEC network because they're talking about two teams. And then obviously you already got the ESPN network. This will do nothing during a time when numbers are down uh, because there's no sports on, uh, or hasn't been any sports. You would almost double your numbers by having two SEC and ACC teams in there. You know, so I, I think that it needs to be like an independent room. Like I said, I think that they need to get former coaches in this, not no athletic directors that are thinking about this from a business standpoint and political standpoint. Um, they need to get some real people in there. Now, I like it. I like the four teams. Uh, I really don't want to see it expand because think about this. This is my whole thing. Everybody's saying, oh, it needs to be expanded. It needs to be expanded. Is your conference championship game not a playoff game? 
it's a playoff game to me yeah. yeah to me that is a playoff game if you don't if you win your conference championship you're kind of in i mean obviously we're dealing with a pandemic so you don't really get to uh see you know out of conference games but you see in teams like uh ohio state scheduled to oregon you know you see in alabama you know, scheduling Big Ten teams, top Big Ten teams as well. I want to say Alabama and Ohio State got a schedule. You know, you're seeing these out-of-conference games getting a whole lot better. So I feel like it'll work itself out. Now that they have to expand it, I think that you expand it to six. No yeah. more. I don't want to see no eight. I don't want to see the FCS playoffs. None of that, man. Uh, I think it would just take away a lot from football. And then this is my thing. If Alabama and Florida plays, right, Alabama, Florida plays, do you really want to see them again? Or even as a player, do you really want to play that team again? Like, let's say Clemson goes ahead. Uh, like I said, that whole the whole scenario I said about Clemson beating Notre Dame um, closely, right? They'll probably possibly move up to one if uh, Florida beats in Alabama, right? So then you get uh Clemson at one, Notre Dame at four. You just watched them play. Why are we watching them play again? For the we just third watched time. Alabama play. Yeah, we just watched Alabama and Florida play. Why are we watching that again? Just like when Georgia and Alabama uh play. Why why was we watching that again? Uh I couldn't tell you. That was those back to back years when we watched them play in the conference championship and then in the playoffs, it was just it was just strange. I didn't, I didn't, I cared for it because it makes the SEC look stronger. But other than that, I knew, I had already knew the outcome from the regular season game. So I knew what was going to happen. But I don't know. The committee is just all over the place. You say they have vested interest in the ACC and SEC, which I can agree with slightly and I can see. But I also feel like it's other conferences out there, like the Big 12. Big 12 has. Oklahoma at 11, they've lost to Kansas State and Iowa State. Iowa State's at nine. They lost by 17 to ULL, who is ranked 25. So, and ULL's only losses to an undefeated team. So, which that, that's basically why they, they're eliminated from the playoffs, you know? Exactly. So, I don't. It's just all over the place. It's hard to be content because we know what we want. We know what we think we see, but it's other more qualified people out there that obviously are seeing different things than us. But that's why I say if if you want to get all of these, you know, um, if, if you want to go ahead, get all of these uh, teams in or whatever, you go ahead. And because one thing that I always heard from SEC fans is, the SEC is so hard. They beat up on each other, right? They beat yeah. up on each other. No other conferences do the exact same thing. They beat up on each other, right? I right. mean, we watched it happen in the Big Ten. Thought Northwestern was going to go in unscathed, you know? But they beat up on each other. Same thing with Wisconsin. I mean, if you're talking about it for one conference, it's happening for another. Now, with the six teams, what you can do is conference champions. Boom. You get in, and then bam, you you uh you evaluate who's that sixteen, you know. Which I think 
could take a lot of the BS out of it. Conference champions, boom, you got all five in, right? right. All them conference champions are in. And boom, the committee just needs to evaluate six. Who's in? Then you could possibly do the first two teams. Get a bye. Yeah, you right. Uh, we've talked about this multiple times, especially yeah, since. I just don't think we talked about it on camera, but I, I have thought that idea out there, man. I like it, though, because when when I asked you if you liked it, I was going to ask if you would want to see it expanded like so many people are talking about. Obviously, we've talked about how we don't want it at eight, but would six be the right number and how would it work? Perfect. And that's a, that's a that's what you just said is a good a good script for how it could work. Six teams would be perfect, honestly. Four teams is really good, but if you add those six in, five conference championships, then that last team play play in game, I guess. Six team, whoever the whoever the, the sixth best team in the nation that you feel like, put them in there. And it's conference championships, the next best team. Right. I didn't let's, think about it like that. That's good. Let's, yeah, let's check this out. Let's just look at this, right? All right. If it if, if it goes to eight teams. Do we really think that Georgia's a playoff team? No. We've already seen them lose. <laughs> We've already seen them lose to one and six. They have no business being in there, period. Why would we want to watch them get smacked for a third time? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, Cincinnati. Yes, I love Cincinnati. I've seen that they've been able to hang with a, uh, with a, um, a UCF and everything. But UCF had three losses. Uh, let's talk about, can, can Cincinnati hang with Alabama? No. Can Cincinnati <laughs> hang with Clemson? No. Can, can, can Cincinnati hang with Ohio State? No. Can Cincinnati hang with Florida? No. Like, that's when the talent gap and the depth will start to come into play. Why would we go to eight? Boom. These six teams right here, I think, will make it an amazing game. Now, uh, Obviously, Alabama and Florida, boom, it already plays itself out because of a conference championship, right? Uh, so then who else are you going to put up there? You know, all right, let's say Alabama Alabama beats Florida, uh, just hypothetically. Alabama beats Florida. Notre Dame beats Clemson again. Will, will we really want to see Florida and Clemson in the playoffs again? After you just lost the big game on a big stage in your conference game? Nah, not at all. See, and this is the thing. We we controlled our own destiny. That's another thing. A lot of people are complaining about how AM is ranked over us. All we had to do was beat AM. If we were to beat AM, this wouldn't even be a topic right now. Because yep. we'll go, we'll go into the SEC championship game undefeated. If we were to lose to Alabama, we lose to the number one team. So we'd still have a strong case to be put in there. But now we got to sit here and play the what if games. And it's stressful, but this is you have to have your team out there. Like every game, obviously, every game matters. Whether it's a, a small game, like playing a group of five school, and you are. Uh, you're a power fives team or whether you play in another non-conference power five team, every game matters. So it's just tough, especially when I don't, I don't see how, cause obviously Florida is a different team than when they play a &M, So I don't, I still don't understand how they could have a &M yeah. over us. And, and, and this is the thing is it's supposed to be the best teams at the end of the year. Right. 
Exactly. It's supposed to be the best teams at the end of the year. Florida looks like one of those teams. Texas A&M does not at all. Y'all struggle against an LSU team that doesn't truly have a quarterback. That truly uh, doesn't have a – we already know they don't have a defense. Look at the common opponents. Look at what the common opponents did, you know, that you already have in the top four. Look at what the common opponents did. And then I put it to you like this. In 2017, 2018, what happened uh, to Ohio State? They got blew out by Iowa, blew out by Purdue. Now, that, that that's on them. Like, like you were talking about, Florida, you controlled your own destiny. Ohio State controlled its own destiny, you know? And the thing was, was we got blew out in those games. Maybe if we had to kept it close, it would have looked like a better one-loss team. Yeah, we went and won the Big Ten Championship. And the sad part about those games was, was, it was around this time in the year, you know? You know, it was later in the year. It didn't happen in the beginning. It happened a little bit after the middle of the year. So when it happens, you're talking about the best teams as of late, right? All right. And and one thing that I'm also saying how, you know, my conspiracy theory is coming out again. When the SEC team lose, they don't dramatically drop them down six spots like they did Northwestern like they did in Oregon. They don't. Eight, six spots. They only drop them down a few spots. So it's not hard for them to build themselves back up either. You're right. I, I've noticed that. I mean, that, that, that could just be my conspiracy <laughs> theory, but I've noticed that, you know? So no, I, I agree, though, because I have no understanding of why Georgia is at eight. Georgia... <laughs> Georgia every, got smacked twice. Bro, every year they try to make this Georgia team out to be something that they're just not. They're just not. Exactly. Like last year, they last year people was arguing for them to be in the college football playoff or in anything, and even to be ranked as high. They had no offense at all. No offense, no quarterback for real. Like, come on, man. They And they don't have, like, Georgia's been through three quarterbacks. All of them trash. So why are they One at eight? transferring? He in the transfer portal now. Exactly. So why are they at eight? I would rather, honestly, I would rather have, unfortunately, either Miami at eight or Iowa State at eight instead of having Georgia at eight because Georgia's only high-profile, noteworthy win is against a five-and-three Auburn team that just lost to South Carolina, I'm pretty sure. Or Yeah, I, I would definitely take Miami's offense over Georgia's offense. Oh, yeah. So, For sure. So when you when and that and that's the thing because I, I like to use the committee's own words against you talking about high powered offense. Drop Georgia out of there. If if that's the reason why you didn't put Texas AM over Ohio State, it gotta be the same reason why you're not gonna put, you know, why why are you putting Georgia ahead of Miami? Why are you putting Georgia against Iowa State? Iowa State would be Georgia. Yes, I said it, Brock Purdy and uh Brees Hall would give it to Georgia. I said it. Put me on record. Oh, you ain't already know, but I just thought about this also. How can you have Georgia ranked over Miami when Miami low-key still has a chance to go play for an ACC championship game? Well, I think the ACC just worked it out to where Notre Dame already is. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they just tweaked their schedule so that there was no care. <laughs> they wanted to make show. They wanted to make show. Yeah, I forgot. Hey, about, yeah. I heard about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's it is, wild. That's, yeah, it is wild. It's wild. 
But you know what I can say? I can commend the SEC, the ACC on how they handled this whole situation throughout this uh, pandemic. And I might as well say the Big 12 as well. Uh, this is so, uh, something that at, during this time we're learning as we're going. And then you have to adapt as you go. And one thing that we saw, the Big Ten was not willing to learn, not willing to adapt. And to be honest, is it the head, the conference head, the head of the conference, Kevin Warren? Is that the reason why if Ohio State doesn't get to play another game that they could possibly be out because of what the Big Ten did? Not what Ohio State did, because of what the Big Ten did. Could they possibly be out? I mean, that was something else I was thinking about after watching the polls come out. Because if if Michigan just so happens to do y'all dirty, and it, this is something I just thought about. If Michigan does y'all dirty and y'all get dropped out of the top four because of Michigan, Texas A&M will probably go to four for some reason. If we beat, we go to the SC Championship game, beat Alabama, how is that all going to shake out? But I feel like Kevin Warren did handle this whole situation really poorly because Big Ten was the first conference to come out and say when the pandemic first hit, we playing. We don't care about none of these other other conferences. We don't care about none of these other schools. The Big Ten came out with a schedule. Like we are setting the standard. If y'all if y'all want to play, y'all get in line behind us because we have already came out and stated that we're playing. And then y'all they backed up off of those claims. So it has it has to start from the top. So I would say it is slightly Kevin Warren's fault for how things are shaking out in the Big Ten right now. And if the Big Ten doesn't get a team in the playoffs, it would look really bad on him. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. Definitely look at bad on the Big Ten and Kevin Warren. This is who they go with. And I tell you this, if because of that reason they don't make the playoffs, I think Kevin Warren should be fired. Yeah, it's just one year. But, yes, it's a pandemic. But, I mean – the way he's just handled this, you know, uh, just hasn't been – it hasn't been right. It hasn't been him being a man about the situation either, you know. It's okay to admit that you're wrong, you know. Um, but that's all I'm going to – I'm going to go into that, man. Uh, as we keep seeing, uh, the college football playoff committee don't know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> their their minds are all over the place on how they're evaluating. We don't. We still don't have a clear picture on how they're really evaluating teams. They say they're watching film, but obviously that can't be the truth. Um, you got any more thoughts for this? I mean, they got two more weeks to get it right, ain't it? It's 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 four polls, right? I believe so. They got two more weeks to get it right. And if they don't get it right after two weeks, we we probably going to have some more content to talk about. Definitely. A lot <laughs> of content to talk about. All right, man. Make sure that you all are following us on all of our social media platforms. If you're on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, it helps us out a lot. We appreciate the love. Uh, definitely go ahead. Uh, send us some, some messages and things that you might want to talk about so that we can get to you all as well. Um, Hope y'all enjoyed the show. And if uh, podcast platforms are more your style or you missed the show, go check us out on uh, on all podcast platforms. If we aren't on the podcast platform that you listen to, let me know and I will get us on there. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed the show. Thank you. Much love.